You're awake most of the time when getting medical care, but the future is a funny thing. It's not a given that you'll be able to speak or write your healthcare wishes tomorrow or in 20 years. Advocating for yourself is difficult when you get incapacitated or can't think and act clearly. If you're in a coma or become unable to make decisions, someone else has to act on your behalf for many items like money, last wishes, and health. On the medical side, patients can avoid these confusing and traumatic situations by picking a healthcare proxy, among other things. Today's episode isn't meant to be legal advice at all, you should definitely consult your lawyer depending on your situation, but I do want to offer some background on preparing for the worst outcomes where you need someone to know your healthcare preferences through and through. Your well-being should be about thriving instead of surviving. It's about time to empower yourself and navigate our healthcare system with ease. My name is Rishi and this is the show, Friendly Neighborhood Patient. If you can't talk, write, or move, someone else has to carry out your healthcare wishes. This is where a healthcare agent or proxy comes in. Family members don't always take the wheel by default for driving your care because every state has its own rules. A healthcare agent picked ahead of time in writing is entrusted to make your medical decisions if you're down and out. A little help from a lawyer makes this setup possible. You've probably heard of a common document like a living will. Healthcare proxies are in that mix as well. A living will includes many non-medical items, but also states healthcare wishes, including directions for what to do about life prolonging or life-ending care. A healthcare proxy, on the other hand, involves a named person to make healthcare decisions in the event a given patient can't act for themselves. Advanced directive is the term covering those instruments. A finished advanced directive usually has both the wishes laid out in a will and the persons named as healthcare proxies. Patients can revoke them if changes need to be made for a proxy or specific desire. Bringing a written document to your doctors with healthcare wishes and designated agents leads the way for a clear medical direction. The earlier this is outlined, the better. If you get a will, healthcare proxy, or some combination, give that completed info to both your primary doctor and whoever is managing your hospital care if necessary. The major situation to avoid is a patient becoming incapacitated and the physician asking the family what the patient would want and then getting no answer because no one knows. So how many people use these legal tools for medical needs? To find out, the Health Affairs Policy Journal reviewed about 150 past studies of U.S. adults with a completed living will, healthcare power of attorney, or both. Based on a sample of around 800,000 adults' medical chart notes, the authors estimated that 37% of people finished advanced directives and had them in writing somewhere. The event behind this study and similar efforts was Medicare's 2016 decision to reimburse physicians for advanced care planning and counseling. If choosing a healthcare agent and having written down last wishes matter so much, why aren't that many people getting them set up? Not all advanced directives are thorough and some doctors may not be on board for them. It's great that patients can make contingency plans all in one place, but writing healthcare wishes on a napkin isn't good enough. According to the American Bar Association, advanced directives usually require two adult witnesses. Each state has its own rules, and in some cases, these documents need to be notarized. There's also the question of cost. Having a lawyer whip up a living will can be $500, $750 and up, depending on the state, and also depending on if you use an online platform to contract it out. 
That's a significant expense for many families. Not everyone needs healthcare proxies or medical wishes to begin with. Healthy patients don't exactly plan for their demise. To adjust for these realities and effective forecast errors, the study authors plotted how many adults among major disease groups completed advanced directives. Patients with issues like heart disease, cancer, and neurologic problems tend to exceed the national share of adults with finished advanced directives. So instead of that 37% figure I mentioned earlier, now you're leaning more towards 50-60% to 60 of adults finishing their advanced directives. That figure and other sources in this pod will be on my post at rishinagala.substack.com. Given these facts, it's possible to think of living wills and healthcare agents like insurance. You may not use insurance, but if you need to, you'll be happy that it's there. Having a healthcare proxy knowing your clear medical desires also saves providers time in executing treatment, which of course saves money. Let's assume that you know exactly what should be done for medical care if you're incapacitated. You'll still need an agent that everyone can trust. The best times for thinking about getting a proxy would be as a patient ages, when a major life event happens, or if a serious illness gets diagnosed. Healthcare proxies are expected to speak for the patient's wishes, have access to said patient's complete medical record, and collaborate with various doctors and providers. Most clinics and hospitals have HIPAA guidelines in place to secure privacy, but upon choosing a proxy, you'll have to add his or her contact info to your health record to close the loop. Family, friends, and fellow people with a similar faith as you are some agent candidates to start with. Regardless of who you choose, make sure that person is decisive. No other character traits for a proxy matter nearly as much as being quick-thinking and knowing your wishes by heart. If you remember nothing else from today's episode, know that a proxy is linked to a person and a will is linked to wishes. Every patient has different needs and situations. It's a personal choice to build contingency healthcare plans, but more patients should be informed of all the pros and cons to make better decisions. Having someone by your side when life doesn't go smoothly is a plus, even if that person isn't legally representing you. Another useful kind of agent to have at your side is a healthcare insurance broker. American health plans, among many other parts of our medical system, are insanely complicated. I've spent a bit of time walking you through how to think about health plans in past episodes. That basic knowledge is still crucial. In the next episode, you'll know how an insurance broker matching up with your aims goes a long way to finding the best coverage possible. Stay tuned and subscribe to Friendly Neighborhood Patient for all the goods on ground-level healthcare topics. I'll catch you at the next episode.